Ready to transform you in the I hate a storm Hell Marys, I make it poor Good I ain't lying You little giants We been defying Rice What's the cost? Speed the boss Breaking down the walls We all in Once the coin guitars Got the kind of action Never acting No need to scramble To get traction We make it happen From three fours to four three The founder of Slapdick Podcast Slapdick uh, Whiskey Slapdick Cigars And the author of uh, Hate Me Now Love Me Later Ladies and gentlemen Coach Jason Brown Straight No chaser Real raw and uncut Coach Every time you come on I laugh I learn something And then I fear That somebody's gonna be incredibly pissed off with what you said all around hustler make no mistakes about it i've done this a long time try to eliminate this soft society we have there's legend hey me now love me later like my book says this was presented by slapdick whiskey hey Hell yeah, yeah slapdick yeah. whiskey's good so are the stogies some real talk real good flavor on these things and the burn is excellent beautiful burn okay Slap dick whiskey, slap dick cigars. Be true to yourself and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. I said let's call it the Slap Dick Podcast. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. It's a hot sunny day here in California. Hey. 90 fucking five degrees. Uh I got guys like Gabe Gotti who's out in fucking Newport Beach and shit. I'm out here in the IE, fucking hot as firecracker and fish grease mixed, combined together. But we're here on Work Boot Wednesday because we don't all get to go to Newport Beach like Gabe Gotti. Sound like a straight hater, don't I? Don't you hate when motherfuckers talk shit about where a motherfucker is and then want to salt his game? Why do we deal with so many of them motherfuckers? San Fernando should be condemned. I mean, goddamn, Jason Taylor. You shouldn't even be in San Fernando. This shouldn't even exist. It's like on the fault line. There ain't nothing out there. You got Pacoima, and then you got San Fernando, and then you got desert all the way to Bakersfield. Why the fuck is San Fernando still a place where humans dwell? San Fernando needs to be fucking clipped off the fucking map. But anyway, we're here on this Work Boot Wednesday. It's hump day. It is hump day. I don't know if you saw my tweet. I found a little cool video of a fucking dolphin fucking a fucking broad. And the girl opened her legs up like, what the fuck? The dolphin was going to town. But it was hump day. I thought it was a perfect little video to show here on this hump day. Uh, Work Boot Wednesday here on the Slapdick Podcast. Brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Make sure you go on over to betonline.ag, become a member, go online, use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, betonline.ag, get you 50% off, welcome bonus, tell them Slapdick sent you. It is NBA playoffs coming up, Lakers have been eliminated, so it may help your fucking picks out. Um, you can bet on MMA and the boxing matches coming up, plus... All the hockey and baseball fucking betting you want is on betonline.ag. Plus, the Masters are here. Tomorrow, we tee it up. So join betonline.ag. It's where the game starts. Use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Man, I got to show you guys some shit. There's some fucked up shit going on. Um, I got to be honest. I've been seeing a bunch of fucked up shit lately, man. This is... a uh, you know, 
a victim of taking the vaccine. Now, I'm not telling you not to take the vaccine, okay? I'm not doing it. But this is like sad shit when you hear about young people. This is a young girl right here. She took the vaccine, and this is what happened, dog. And I got fucking people I know personally who took the vaccine and have died, have become so fucked up, lost hearing, lost fucking feeling in their left side, like, what's cracking, man? Every human takes a, a, a foreign, you know, subject, object, whatever you want to call it, foreign, antibody, whatever. Everybody takes one differently. Everybody has differently. Takes it differently. It, it absorbs in their body differently. This girl's young as shit, man. I've been seeing a bunch of this type of shit, man, and... uh that's what happens, dog, when you when you fucking take a vaccine that we created in 30 days. <laughs> like, what kind of bullshit, man? You know what I mean? Like, holy fuck, dog. I don't know. Who knows? Bravo, they ain't canceling shit. If they do, oh well, fuck it. I gotta fucking keep moving. <laughs> Like, people think I'm supposed to just, like, oh, no, don't cancel me. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, it's sad, dog. It's sad. Um, damn, Gabe said he was in the hospital three months. God damn, homie. It's crazy. Swine flu all over again, man. Yeah, man, people are forcing that shit on you, and hey, shit, man, I'm fortunate enough to be an independent contractor right now, but shit. <sighs> yeah. Um, anyway, I got some idiots, man. Um, I love the Twitter gurus that comment and say shit about my Tiger Woods clip from yesterday's show when I said Tiger's not the best because he ain't got the most fucking t championships. <laughs> like, how is he the best if he don't have the championships? So, motherfucker came out and said, well, so, oh yeah, okay, so Robert Ory's better than Michael Jordan too because he has more titles, right? <laughs> Come on, homie. Like... Are you shitting me? You're going to compare an individual sport to a fucking team sport now. See, that's when ignorance kicks in. That's the fucking part I be talking about. That is when... That is when ignorance kicks in. Don't compare an independent sport where it is one-on-one -on -one versus a team sport where you need to trust others. Motherfuckers always have to talk. Tiger... Is transcendent. I don't know if he made golf relevant. I know that's what you're trying to say, um, Eddie Mayweather. I know Eddie Eddie's not the greatest with words, but Eddie's a trooper. Um, Eddie said Tiger's basically made golf relevant. He, he meant to say, he said irrelevant. So this is the thing. Golf is going to be relevant because all these old white fuckers play golf all day long. That's all they do. Golf makes more money than any fucking thing out there that is recreational. So that's the number one, first of all. It's number one money-making recreational sport in the world. Number two is 
Tiger is a transcender. I believe he is the Michael Jordan, obviously, of basketball, of golf. He's changed the game. I agree with him changing it because of we didn't have a lot of black folks playing. Um, we didn't have a lot of, you know, swag. You know, a lot of young cats don't know about golf. So Tiger brought a young demographic into golf, which did make it more attracting like I believe everybody in here will watch Tiger will watch golf if Tiger's playing for a championship this Sunday and he's wearing his red I believe everybody in here will watch it um so you know Tiger golf is like wrestling to me it is one on one you versus the opponent um Tiger has to go against the opponent which is not only his own mental state but the course itself and then has to fend off others chasing him or he's chasing them. Golf is a completely different ball game. So then comparing it to fucking Robert Ory being better than Michael Jordan. You can't even fucking compete or talk about that in the same sentence. Tiger is probably the most gifted athlete ever to strike a golf ball, right? He's probably the most fluent and natural and best fucking most graceful and all that old shit. Doesn't mean he's the best. Jack Nicklaus still has the most titles. This is the problem. This motherfucker came out and said, well, my grandpa talked about it all the time. And, 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 you know, um, you know, we talk about. I watched both, and it's not even close, and Jack Nicklaus wasn't even near the ball striker Tiger was. I didn't say he was. I totally agree with that. Well, well, Jack Nicklaus played 50 or 80 or 70 more majors than Tiger, but Tiger only trails by four. That's a you problem. (laughs) I am sorry that you soft, young, generational people have an excuse for an excuse, every fucking time y'all don't get something done. It blows my fucking mind. You guys make up excuses for excuses on why he's shitty and why he's not the best. This is the excuses these motherfuckers make on Twitter. Jack played 80 more fucking majors than Tiger has. Okay. What's your point? Okay, it's Coach JB's turn. I'm going to tell you. You know what? That's a you problem. You know why? Because Tiger cheated on his wife and was a fucking idiot and got caught and got hit by golf clubs out in the fucking street on TMZ. My bad that he's a dopehead and a druggie and he, dr- and he crashed his fucking whip in fucking Palos Verdes, California and almost died. He was either doped up, yearned up, wet up, or sleep. That's not Jack Nicholas's problem. You know what Jack Nicholas did? Oh, he approached the game as a professional. He played in all his fucking events. He played as much golf as he could because he was a professional. It wasn't his fault that Tiger's a fuck up. I know how, you know how many fucking hood cats I know that are better than fucking LeBron, Kobe, and Jordan that played hoop in the hood? Growing up in Watts, Compton, New York, the Rucker. You know how many motherfuckers are better than guys you've heard of? Go Google Raymond Lewis, just for starters. You guys should go Google Raymond Lewis. What's up, baby? 
Verbum Day High School, Raymond Lewis. Go Google him. It don't mean shit. I know a gang of motherfuckers better than cats. You know where they are? They're dead. They're in jail. They're buried. That's not Jack Nicholas's fault. Sorry. See, y'all make excuses for fucking shortcomings. That is a choice. A personal choice Tiger's made to be a fuck up. And y'all fucking knock Jack Nicholas for it. Dog, you know what? I, I gotta be honest. It's like comparing... It's like comparing fucking... Uh, like... This whole Tiger, this whole Tiger Woods thing, and this Jack Nicholas comparison, to me is like it just irks me because you guys are are giving him a pass for fucking up. Like, nah, dog, he made excuses. He he made a choice. His choice was to go fuck up and do whatever he had to do. He's missed more opportunities to play, which he would have probably by now have shattered the most majors, right? He is. He's missed opportunities because of his own fucking shortcomings. So that's not on me, you, or anyone else. It's on him. Don't knock Jack Nicholas for it. Shit. Hey, dog, by the way, Jack Nicholas had a grandbaby fucking drown in a pool at his house. He had to deal with that shit. You know? Shit. Um. Uh, See, Eddie, that's a different conversation. I, 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 I never bashed Kyrie for not taking the, the vaccine for personal reasons. I bashed him for him accepting a job, and that job required him to take it. And he let his fucking brothers down. That's bottom line. See, Eddie, you, you, you got... You got it fucked up, in my opinion, homie. You're giving this cat a pass. He wouldn't give you a squirt of piss, dog. He wouldn't get you out to fucking PJs, homie. But you're fucking telling... You, you want to go easy on this motherfucker? He makes $35 million a year, bro. He could fucking fix your whole family's life in an instant. And he chose not to play. And you want to go easy on him? You know how many cats in the hood would love to have the opportunity to go take the fucking shot to make $35 million a year? If you say you wouldn't do it, you out your motherfucking mind on hood. Quit lying, dog. Because I know I'd take that motherfucker right now. See, that's the problem. We don't think long enough before we speak. That's the issue. This motherfucker could change the whole hood's fucking life expectancy. <laughs> you know, come on, dog. I already know, Eddie. I know. I know you and one of them motherfuckers. So go, go holler at my boy B Caldwell and and, and, and fucking uh, Beck and them, dog. You know what I'm saying? Come on, dog. I know they all in the Jays. The issue is, Kyrie can go in there and fix the Jays tomorrow and get everybody out of there by himself. And we want to be easy on this motherfucker? Come on, homie. You working? We working at? We got to go work at Walmart and shit to make ends meet. I don't feel sorry for none of these motherfuckers, homie. Especially these soft-minded motherfuckers that leave their homies and brothers that they say they're here to do out to dry. Not like he was forced to go play there, dog. He was fucking. This is what he wants to do. 
See, I I didn't bash Aaron Rodgers. I said the same shit. The problem is Aaron Rodgers never... Aaron Rodgers never had any off-the-field issues regarding playing games. Aaron Rodgers never set out no games. That's what only difference is, in my opinion. They're both the same. But Aaron never said, I'm going to miss a game, and I'm going to leave, and I'm not going to play, and I'm going to go over the Middle East and fucking fight. Like, shut the fuck up, homie. Kyrie is all about himself. Kyrie's giving broken promise after broken promise. He did it to Boston. He did it to Cleveland. He's going to do it again right now. And that's why they ain't going to win shit. But it is what it is. That motherfucker need to go over to the Nickersons, homie, and get everybody out the hood. Shit. Motherfucker won't, though. But we feel sorry for him. Shit. Please. Um... Urban's, uh, Urban Meyer apparently is going to get another job at Fox Sports. Fuck me, right? No big issue. Let's just hire the fucking good old boys back. <laughs> Urban will get another job. He'll be working. He'll be fine. Make, Fox will give him a few million. He'll have a two-finger discount. And he'll be cool, good to go. Everybody will forget what he did in Jacksonville. Everybody will forget what he did. He'll be back coaching college football in a year or two. This is how we work. But a motherfucker like me, homie, woo, shit, they hold grudges for, over my ass forever. <laughs> that shit is unbelievable how that shit works. Holy shit. You know what the difference is? I help black kids. Irvin don't. <laughs> that is the fucking difference. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Lucy hit me to something. Jeremiah chimed in on it. What in the fuck is a furry? I got to know what the world is becoming. Um, I have to understand what a furry is. And if you don't say this is all the parents doing, then you are fucking clowns. Um, and if you say this is my generation of parent again, you are missing a generation. You fuck faces. Stop. Telling me, coach, it's y'all fault. That is not my generation's fault, you dumb fuck. Just so you're clear, my daughter's 20 fucking four years old. There's 24 and 25-year-old kids having kids. You do know that, right? You do know that, right? So you just understand, I'm almost 50, you dumb fucks. So my kids having kids, you're missing one generation there. So let's just make sure we're clear here. You got these eight, nine-year-old kids out here by babies. Babies are having babies. It's been happening ever since I was a little kid, especially in the neighborhood. In the hood and inner city, babies have babies all the fucking time. Do you do know 15-year-olds have babies quite often around America in the hood, right? You do understand that, right? So please stop fucking talking about it's your all fault. <laughs> You guys are fucking ignorant, dog. You motherfuckers don't even realize what they're saying until after they say it. And then it takes the it takes motherfuckers to have to show them. And I'm just at the point. That's why I told you yesterday I'm not really fucking with Twitter and Instagram no more because we gotta we gotta like defend ourselves because these ignorant fucks out here just talk. And I'm at the point where I'm eh, I don't give a fuck no more about defending myself. I'm getting beyond that. If you notice, I haven't really even, I ain't really killed nobody no more on Twitter like I usually do. Because I'm like, you know what, I'm over. 
I'm like, fuck it. Um, I don't know what a furry is. I have no idea. Jeremiah said it's motherfucking kids dressing up as animals and fucking. Now, I got to be honest. I don't understand. Exactly, Gabe. So if your mom had you at 15, okay, let's just say, for instance, she turned 30. You had another kid at 15. Now, that is a generational gap. Your kid now is not part of your mom. It is you. We have a shitload of that going on right now. And that is what the fuck is going on. And these dumb fucks don't realize. So. I don't know. Um, I don't know what the world's becoming, dog. I'll be honest with you. I don't know what the fucking world's becoming. Um. But it is what it is. I got a take, though. I got a take on uh, it might be unpopular one for a lot of you guys out here, especially you young fucks. The NBA, the NFL, college football, and basketball is watered down at an all-time high. Okay? It is watered down, and I believe it is the worst that they've ever been. And I'm going to tell you why. I agree with Chris Russo. By the way, he's the best thing that happens to ESPN when he comes on on Wednesdays to combat with Stephen A. Okay? I'm not going to take calls yet, Eddie. Shit, I just started, dog. Got to wait a minute. Um, Chris Russo, the Mad Dog, is on series. That's the show that... Um, Randy, you are a member, dog. Um, that is the the show that it's Pat McAfee shows on. Um he, can, he, he, he said the exact same thing I've said. And I've been on Chris's show, Mad Dog Show, great dude. He said the NBA is not great. There's not one great team. Um, no teams are great. And it's because of, in my opinion, the transfer portal era has hit us. And it has accelerated and ascended upwards to the NFL. And the NBA. And Major League Baseball. And it has went up over and over and over. It has continued to go up because of all the softness below it. High school, college, all this shit. I don't believe any team is great. And it's because of all this watered down shit. I think that between the everyone chasing the big three, they want to be a big three. They want to be on a big three. They're chasing the super team um, or NILs in college. The soft culture has created a watered-down environment, and that's period. Fight me. Fight me on it. That is just what I agree that it is. Um, That's just my intro, man. I haven't even started the show yet. I got to go give you my quote of the day that another one I created. I'm into my creating my own quotes right now. Quote of the day, you will never succeed if you only put in work on the days you feel like it. Hey, it's Work Boot Wednesday, man. Put on your hard hat and work boots, dog. This is what you don't get. Like, people were talking about Pat McAfee's living in a dream. No, he's not. He works on that shit seven days a week. You can't get good or great at anything if you only want to work on the days you feel like it. The most work gets done when you're fucking exhausted and have to push yourself to do something. You will never succeed if you only put in work on the days you feel like it. That's just fucking the truth. But 
A lot of you guys don't understand that shit. You don't realize it. You don't grasp it. Um, I saw what Jeremiah was talking about on, on Pat's show. I was watching Pat's show on purpose today just for the fact of I wanted to see comments. And T.O. came on, and then the comments became nothing but uh, 10,000 hours, Eddie, not 1,000 hours. You better move over to the Nickersons, homie. Get out of the Jays, dog. Jays, the motherfucker can't count over there, homie. Um, you know, all the shit talking that goes on in those chats, especially when Pat got 25, 30,000 people in his chat, right? Um, I saw what Jeremiah was talking about. He went to a straight members only chat. So whatever Zito flipped it over and went straight to fucking members only or whatever. So I don't know about all that. That's a whole nother level. I have to figure that out. I got to get a team. So, you know, I got to hire me a fucking team some way. Um, but uh, it's Work Boot Wednesday, man. A lot of you guys already cooked. A lot of you guys come into work on Monday and are cooked. Some of you guys come in on Wednesday and it's hump day and you can't get over it. Hey, man, you ain't never going to be great at anything unless you fucking work on the days you don't feel like it. Um Contrary to belief today is quite interesting, okay, to be honest. I got to be honest. I got to be honest. I'm going to, I'm not going to show it to you today because, you know what, I could show it to you. It's going to be, contrary to belief is not just, you know, words or quotes or Ebonics or anything like that. Contrary, Contrary to belief is also real shit that occurs in real life okay and uh, let me try to get this figured out here okay um boom all right i'm gonna show you i gotta talk about some contrary to belief shit that a lot of you guys just do not address enough and you won't admit all right so let's get to it because you know i'm the realist there is So, I want everybody to know out there, all you men and women, some pussy is better than other pussy. I'm sorry to break the news to you, but some pussy is actually better than others. It's just another feel. Some pussy don't fit right around your shit. Some pussy got blockages. Some pussy turns to the left or the right, right? It don't fit right. It's fucked up. Similar to getting some head. Some girls know how to, some don't. It's clear as day. And if you don't know that, then you are full of shit. If you tell the girl that doesn't know how to suck a dick that she's good, you're lying to her. And you shouldn't lie to anyone in life. See, I don't lie to you. I just don't want to remember so much shit. I, I just tell you straight out. I'm like, girl, you need to learn how to suck a dick. I'm sorry. You need to either know how to open up wider, learn how to get some gag reflexes. You need to fuck practice on a fucking cucumber or something at night. You got to figure out how to suck a dick if you're going to keep a man. Now, Lucy, I always start with the women because you know I'm not a sexist. Some dick is better than other dick. Men, just so you know out there, sorry for you small dick syndrome guys out there. Women lie to you all the time and tell you your shit is good. It's not. They've had better. (laughs) And they don't want to hurt your feelings. Lucy, stop telling these motherfuckers lies. Tell your girlfriends. 
stop lying to these men. Just tell them the real deal. Tell them that dick's little. It, they don't know how to work it. It's bent. It's turned to the left. Whatever you you guys clown on. Uh, it is very simple to say that it's just, it's just like saying the other player is better than the other. Like, there's one player. He's better than the other player. Like, we realize that, right? Why does everyone want to lie to each other, dog? God damn. Why are we lying to each other? One team is better than the other team. You know the Rams won the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> They were better than everybody. Nah, I literally seen motherfuckers come out. Well, hey, so shit, Rams got lucky. Shut the fuck. Dog, some motherfuckers just talk. It's unbelievable. I get it, man. Okay? I get that, you know, you guys come out and you had a bad rep. I get it. Girl, my dick wasn't right. I'm, I don't know what happened. I get it. You know, we had of our bad days. <sighs> but women, stop lying to them. And women, I got to be honest. Please, you got to give a dude a second chance. Guys have to get his member erect. It has to get blood flow to it. Now, if he's got a little wee-wee, that's a you problem. You know, it's each his own girl. I understand, ladies. You guys can go ahead and part ways and go about your business. You didn't like it. You saw it was small. It doesn't matter how much blood was pumped to the motherfucker. It wasn't going to be nothing but a pinky man, right? Fuck it. I'm not mad at you, girl. Bye. Peace, right? If you know he's working with something and he got something and he had a bad day, maybe he, I don't know what happened, I, you know, fuck, he couldn't get it hard, though. Maybe he was nervous. You know, we do get nervous when we can't. Uh, Lucy, just so you're clear, we do get nervous when we like a girl and our shit may not get hard. You do know this, right, Lucy? I don't know if you knew this. Girls, please listen. If a guy likes you, his shit may not get hard. So please don't take it as a slap in the face. Please don't. Please understand that you got to give him another chance. And please. You did not know that, Lucy? Oh, Lucy. God damn. Yes, that's a real thing. That is a real thing, Lucy. If we like a girl... You may not get hard. Men, please give him an amen. Please tell Lucy that is a real thing. If we like someone, we may be more about, uh, you know, pleasing the woman. We more, we more, we might be involved in. Now, see, young cats, Alan, them younger cats, they, you know, they going to just, you know, they going to bear bust and shit. Two streets, two, two, two P-zumps. They're in and out, right? When you get older, you start thinking about other shit. So you start thinking about like, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I like you. I'm going to try to do other things for you. And I'm not worried about myself. See, when men get older, we become less selfish. When women get older, they become more selfish. <laughs> you see how that works? God made it that way. So that's why older women love younger guys. That's why young guys like older women. It's just fucking flipped, right? Because so they, they did that on purpose. So hopefully... It kind of slows down the population. I don't know if I'm hipping. I don't know if you guys know that shit. I'm hipping you guys to all kind of shit right now on this podcast that I didn't even expect to go into. But Lucy, we may buy, we may want to just take you out and fucking and, and, and cook you dinner and, and wine and dine you and not even worry about it. And then you guys be jumping us and trying to do it. And then we don't get hard because we're like, hey, we're trying to please you. And then you guys go home disappointed and mad and then you don't fuck with us. 
make sure you guys understand we may like you, Lucy. Tell all your friends, Lucy, you have to spread the word on this one. But also, Lucy, please let your friends know. Girls have um, pussy and some girls don't. <laughs> it just is what it is, dog. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Some girls' shit is better than others. And just like anything, it is what it is. Uh, people don't realize that shit, man. Like, people do not understand. Um, exactly, Alan. You ain't lying. Some people just don't understand. That shit is real. I mean, some of us men have been in some pussy for, you know, an hour and, and didn't come because it, it was just average, right? Some of it, shit. Motherfucker buzzing three P-zumps. Shit, that pussy wasn't the same as the other one. Garrett fucking to you. May as well let you know. Anyway, um, moving on amicably. Uh, <laughs> that's not on the, that wasn't on my mind, by the way, coming into the show. See, what some of you guys just make the show turn into something else. I don't know what it is. <sighs> um, I just wanted you to know, though. I just had to get the word spread out there. Lucy can hopefully spread the word uh, for us. Um, I got so much to discuss. Phil Mickelson basically has been on record now because the PGA Tour has come out saying we literally offered Phil a spot in the Masters like the rule states it should, and he denied us. He said he's not going to play. So Phil Mickelson um, said he's not going to play. And he's missed every event this year besides the first two. And uh, hasn't played since January where I saw him in San Diego. And uh, something's up. Let's be honest. Who the fuck is going to miss the Masters? That is equivalent, in my opinion, of a fucking LeBron missing an elimination game last night. Or LeBron missing a championship game in the NBA Finals. The Masters is what the thing is all about. He's missing that. There is a fucking problem. He's not sick. He's not fucking... He is on the run. He's either going crazy. Something's up with Phil Mickelson. It ain't being talked about enough. But it is what it is. I don't feel sorry for the motherfucker at all. And I know more things than you guys know about him. So I'm not going to get into that. But at the same time, he's a bitch. And he's a fucking cowardly cunt. And he's on the run. I'm just telling you straight out. That's what it is. Anybody in here, Justin, Jake, all you guys ain't members yet, become a member today, subscribe, hit the like button, and hit the bell notification so you know when we're on, every day, 1 p.m. Pacific. Um, Tiger has many more reasons to not be in this fucking thing, and he's playing. Now, we don't know that to be honestly true. I don't know if that's true. I don't really know if... He does have more reasons because we don't know. Phil may be on the run from these motherfuckers. 
Oh, Tiger's a wagger. I mean, I mean, he's a weird motherfucker. <laughs> Tiger, you mean Wiger Wood? Wiger Wood is a weird motherfucker, homie. I mean, just look at him. Like, this motherfucker has a hairline in between Stephen A. and LeBron. He, he don't want to fucking address the media about real shit. He misses all the time, like weird shit. But we want to know him as the best. See, that's the problem. We can't. The motherfucker don't. He, it's his fault he misses and, and, and Jack Nichols has more fucking titles than him. That's all it is. But we don't want to agree to that. LeBron James misses the possible, which comes out to be the elimination game for the Los Angeles Lakers last night. Didn't even fucking play in it. Didn't even play in the game. Whatever, this is a huge joke to me that if you guys think that LeBron is the GOAT, I, I got to be honest, you guys should just leave. You guys are fucking unbelievable. You're so off. You are so fucking off kilter. And this is what I got to say. See, this is the issue I have. See, the soft generation of you guys does, you think this, and we just have to agree to disagree. But the fact of the matter is that I want to state to everybody, okay? I want all you guys that are young out there that are listening to understand each his own. And I have to adapt and overcome, and, and I have to understand change is coming, and it's came, and I have to be better at adapting to change. I agree to that, right? Okay, fuck it. But what you guys won't admit is the fact that I've lived through all three generations. You guys have lived through one. Why, if you've known who I am and what I stand for, and that I keep it 100, and I'm always going to tell the truth, why would you think I'm simply just trying to hate on someone just because he's in another generation? It's not the case, dog. I lived in the Jordan generation, the bird, the magic. I saw them. I have witnessed Kobe. Kobe's in a second generation after me. He's not in my viewing generation. My viewing generation was was Jordan, Larry Bird, Bernard King, Dr. J, Barkley. That was my generation of viewing. Then came Kobe. Okay? Kobe's my fucking all-time great. That's just my opinion. So, he's not in my viewing generation. So, why am I not a hater for that? Then comes LeBron's generation, okay? I have seen this one. I've witnessed this one. I'm in this one. So why am I hating? I'm not hating. I've seen all the generations. LeBron ain't it. Steph Curry ain't it. I'm, I'm being real with you. I would take Larry Bird all day, every day over Steph Curry. Period. He played in a bigger, stronger, tougher generation. What do you mean bigger, Coach? There was more big men in the NBA than there is now. And they played big positions. <laughs> That's what I mean. So guess what you had to do? First of all, we played man-to-man defense back in that day. We didn't play fucking zone. Zone was illegal. It used to be called illegal defense. They don't have that no more. You guys have softened it up so hard that you don't have to have that no more. Guess what beats zone defense? Does anyone know? Three-point shooting. 
Why do you think three-point shooting has become better than ever? Because they take it more often. You know what happens when you take more often and more shots? You make more shots. You know what happens? Because you shoot over zone defenses. That's what we learned growing up when 2-3 zone or 3-2 zone or fucking, you know, matchup zone all became a shooter's defense. Hey, you got to break the zone by shooting a three. So no shit. But I wouldn't take Steph Curry over fucking Larry Bird if you paid me millions of dollars. You know why? Because, first of all, Steph has yet to prove to me that he can win a single game when it matters and carry a team on his back like Larry Bird did. Just going to be real. Um, That's my personal opinion, right? But I've seen the three generations. You guys have seen one. So how can you at least not admit, if I say I admit, I need to change. So how can you not admit that you haven't seen all the generations? And experience does matter. (laughs) Experience matters in life, homie. Like, damn, you got to get, you don't get it. You haven't even seen the other shit. Half you motherfuckers don't even know who some running backs in the NFL's history great the greatest are. You don't even know who Eric Dickerson is, some of you young fucks. Walter Payton, Barry Sanders. Some of you motherfuckers don't even know who they are. And then you're going to say, Adrian Peterson's all day long. <laughs> Motherfucker, you don't even know who Eric Dickerson was. That is what the fucking ignorance is. And if you went and did the research... And if you didn't, and you, if you went and saw these things, you would, I would have more fucking respect for you if you showed me that you did the research and said, you know what, coach, I've seen all these things and da 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 Like, that's what you don't get. Well, all I know is, Emerson, you guys all want to compare the shooting versus Stephen Bird? All I know is there's only one person that ever went around the ring in three-point contest and never missed a shot. That's Larry Bird, homie. So until you show me that, I don't know. We could talk about shooting, too. <laughs> Larry was a pretty fucking good shooter, bro. So was Reggie Miller. Now, I understand Steph shoots from three from fucking 90 feet away, and he makes all these shots, and he looks around and makes fucking jokes and turns around and all that old shit. Too bad he can't win a game without fucking Draymond Green on the fucking court. Too bad they were up 3-1 on fucking Cleveland and made, made LeBron... Probably even in the coat conversation more because he came back and beat your ass. But if you were really the dude, you would have put away Cleveland and they wouldn't even be talking about that fucking comeback from 3-1. But see, nobody wants to talk about that shit. Nobody wants to keep it real. Nobody wants to talk about Steph Curry had ample opportunity to put that series away. Couldn't do it. But you guys think he's the shit? Motherfucker, please. I love Steph Curry. I think he's a... Great dude, humanitarian, da-da-da. Motherfucker ain't even close to being no great, dog. See, motherfucker couldn't play him back in that generation. But we're not going to get into that, dog, because we're going to agree to disagree. Um, I just want you to admit that you haven't seen the other generation, so how can you really, really be truthful to yourself? That's the problem. We ain't truthful to our motherfucking selves enough. And if you're not... Fucking, if you're not fucking truthful to yourself, how the fuck are you going to be truthful to others? (laughs) 
I'm serious. Like, come on, dog. Um, I really do think Chris Mad Dog Russo is the best thing on ESPN since they brought him on on Wednesdays to combat Stephen A. I love Chris's energy. I love what he does because he keeps it real. He compared this Phoenix Suns team to the 1972 fucking Seattle Supersonics team that had like Jack Sigmund shit on it. And that's just being straight truthful. This NBA, these teams aren't great, dog. These teams ain't great. This fucking Phoenix team's not no all-time great. Stephen A. tried to say they're one of the greatest teams. You gotta be shitting me. The bubble Lakers would have fucking murdered this fucking Phoenix team. How are you saying this team's an all-time great? This fucking Phoenix team is yet to even win a fucking title, and we're calling them an all-time great. It's the same fucking team that got waxed by Milwaukee last year. Milwaukee's an all-time great team? Holy fuck, homie. They were down 3-1 to fucking Brooklyn, and fucking Harding gets hurt, or they probably beat Milwaukee. Or 2-1, whatever it was. Fuck, man. How quickly you guys judge these motherfuckers blows my mind. Um, Jeremiah brought me the attention up that, um, yeah, Mike and the Mad Dog, yeah. Um, Jeremiah showed me yesterday that this OnlyFans model, number one fan, is her biological dad. I just have to say wow on that one. Uh, that is the world we live in. That is the world we live in right now. And that shit should be news, but it ain't. Nobody cares. You know what I mean? Nobody gives a fuck. But Sarah Cheeky will fucking will kick her kids out of soccer. But we got biological fathers out here fucking trying to like holler at their own kids. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, Dig signs a hundred million plus dollar deal with uh, Buffalo. Everybody's getting their money. Everybody's getting paid. Everybody's getting cheese. Lakers playoff run is over. They're done. Sayonara, peace. They're the worst fucking Laker team I've ever seen in my life. Um, you know. Jay witnessed and, and admitted yesterday that he jacks off to Sarah Cheeky on OnlyFans. Shout out to Jay. <laughs> I caught Jay sleep three fucking times yesterday in the chat. So, you know, he he, he subscribes to Sarah and, 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 and you know, it is what it is. Um, shout out to Jay. He just don't give a fuck. Jay's like, fuck it. I'll tell you straight out. I lay in the bed looking creepy on the chat. I'll fuck around and drive, sleep on the snowy fucking highway in a tornado. Jay does whatever. He don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Um, Do the Lakers fire fire Frank Vogel, Cam? Cam, is, is Frank Vogel the problem? He won a title in the bubble. Had to be hard. Um, I don't know if Frank Vogel's the problem. I really don't. But I do, as a coach, look back and see some of the games. And I got to be real with you. 
the lack of hustle, defensive presence, and the lack of effort is a coaching issue. It is a coaching issue, and that is where I blame Frank Vogel. He didn't get the most out of the Cats. And that is when it comes to coaching because that is buy-in. Damn, I mean, come on, Cam. You guys didn't like If you didn't believe in me at Compton, you guys wouldn't have played as hard as we did. We wouldn't have fucking beat fucking Pasadena, who was a bowl-winning team. We shouldn't have. You know, we wouldn't have been competing against number one team in the country, Fullerton, then turn around and play the number one team in Elko, and then turn around and play the number one team. And should have beat all of them because we had effort. You guys believed. They don't play for him. They don't have any effort. That is the problem I see with Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel, it's not Frank Vogel's fault with the roster they gave him. And I'll be honest with you, Eddie, this is the problem. Palinka fucked them with giving him that thing. Palinka fucked them. And that's the problem. So, you know... Vogel got fucking handed a shit sandwich and they told him to make chicken salad out of it. And that is the problem. So, he got a title though. But let me ask you guys this question. Why is Steve Nash getting such a pass and no issues at all? I have yet to hear Steve Nash's name be put on the hot seat one fucking time, but Frank Vogel is on that shit every time. You talk about Frank Vogel every day. That just tells you the difference between LeBron's stature and KD and Kyrie. LeBron is towering over them popularity-wise, and that is the problem. LeBron is over their head, and you don't hear Steve Nash's name at all. Steve Nash is in the play-in tournament. Well, coach, he didn't have Kyrie. Well, LeBron didn't have AD. (laughs) We chose to hire Steve Nash. That's how fucking crazy this political game is. Steve Nash didn't even interview. Steve Nash was told to be hired by KD. LeBron told the Lakers who to fucking sign. Could have had Buddy Hilde. Could have had fucking DeMar DeRozan. Lakers could have been much, much better. Steve Nash has failed miserably. Steve Nash is fucking horrible. And I don't even know much about basketball. I watch the Nets, though, and I see them get outcoached every fucking night. I don't see Frank Vogel get outcoached. I see Frank Vogel having lost his team and the effort. Being gone. See, that's why you have to make a room and make a move. So Vogel, you know he's going to be fired. Regardless of how good you think it is or uh, good, bad, or indifferent, Frank Vogel's going to be gone. We have to admit to that. And um, I just think that's where we are. I think that's where we are. You know, Brandon Lang brought up a good point. The Memphis Grizzlies play harder than anyone. Them and them and Phoenix play all in. Monty Williams gets his guys to buy in. Uh, I don't even know Memphis's coach. I'll tell you just like that. That's how good he is. Um, I, you know the Lakers talking about Doc Rivers already. I don't want Doc Rivers, dog. I think Doc Rivers is shitty too. 
I don't think, you know, he has that persona and all that because, dog, people think they look at him and say, oh, he, he's good. You know what it is? It's a false narrative, Cam, and you know I'm going to keep it real. Brothers think that Doc Rivers is the savior because he's a brother in a brother's league. That's the problem. But what has he really done? He won on a fucking one of the greatest ever with KG and fucking Ray and Paul. He had a great team in that era. And he's fucking choked about 10 other times with great-ass teams that arguably could have even had a better roster than that Boston team. And that's what we all think, and perception is reality. We think Doc is the guy. He's not the guy. But he is a one-percenter. He has a ring. Tyron Lou, I think, is better or equivalent. So why not his name? Because he's at the Clippers now. And even though that they wanted him at the Lakers... He turned him down. I like Quinn Snyder. Um, you know, I like Malone in Denver. I like my man in Chicago. I think he'd be great fit in L.A. Donovan. Billy. And you're right, if Bynum don't get hurt, I don't think the Lakers lose that, that series. Remember, the Lakers were up 30 in that Boston series and lost. Remember that game? Lakers was up 30, dog, and lost. In a, in, like when they were what? It was like 1-1 series or 2-1 Lakers were down. And what year was that? 06, 08, 08, 07? And the Lakers gave up a 30-point lead. And then Lakers demoralized. They were demoralized. They got beat bad after that. I I don't know. I like Mark Jackson too. Um, Tiger Woods has raised the prices, the ticket prices at the Masters to an all time high. That's how fucked up this is. See, to me, it's fucked up. See, there's people that need to protest shit like this. Because what happens if he blows his hammy out and has to withdraw? You just paid an all-time high money to go see this motherfucker, and then he don't even perform. Do you get your money back? See, that's the problem. We don't ever talk about it. We don't ever, def- we don't ever come out and say anything. We keep it hush-hush, dog, too much. <sighs> Jason Kidd's doing well, man. He's doing better than I thought. You know why? He's a defensive-minded guy. He's a passer and a defender. He never was a scorer. He never was a shooter. He played defense on hard-nosed teams. And, yeah, I think Phil Jackson's the all-time greatest NBA coach. Yeah, that's my opinion. 11 rings. I mean, fuck, yeah. (laughs) Uh, T.O. says he wants to play uh, in the NFL. Like, dog, I got to be real with you. I'm not a huge T.O. fan. Um, See, uh, I agree because I've had a conversation with him personally, like face-to-face, like nose-to-nose. Me and him have had a conversation. I'm not going to get into it too much, but I wrote about him in my book, and he he called me out about it at the Big Three Ice Cube's basketball deal. And we had a conversation, and I was like, look, homie, I don't know nothing about your character. I don't know you. And he goes, well, but you're talking shit about me. I said, no, I'm not. I said, clearly, you didn't read what I fucking wrote. I said, you give young kids... A bad name. Young kids look up to you and think you could be a fucking clown and go do stupid shit. And they, in turn, do the stupid shit. 
Now, I didn't say you got arrested or did any criminal shit. Did I? And he got all quiet and shit. I said some of the antics you do, young kids see you and do dumb shit. I said, homie, you keep it. It is what it is, bro. You, you're, you're, you're fucking little ass, wasted ass, yoked out motherfucking ass will get the fuck choked out of him in this motherfucking arena. That's just what I told him, by the way. And I was pretty deep with some boys of mine. And he, he, you know, he, 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 he ended up not wanting to do anything. But it wasn't about a fight or nothing. But I was just like, dog. And it was in front of Michael Rapport, Ice Cube, a bunch of people. And uh, it's actually with Byron Scott's son. Good dude. T. Scott's a good dude. But uh, I was like, dog, you and Brandon Marshall both. Brandon Marshall has a show out too. Same thing. He dropped balls in practice when he was with the Miami Dolphins every single day. I had a kid turn around and do it at Chaffee College as a coach. He, he kept dropping the ball on purpose in practice. And I'm like, what the fuck, homie? And he saw Brandon Marshall do it, and he did it. See, you motherfuckers don't think kids see this shit. They do see it, bro. So... I'm not going to say talk out of pocket and talk about I don't know because I don't know you. I don't know you personally. And you never were arrested or any criminal activities that I know. I don't I I didn't say nothing about it. I said you were a shitbird on the field. Kids saw you and they mimic you. That's all I said. That mother got quiet, dog, because I see cats just want to see. They don't see the big picture. They just fucking hear your tone. They don't listen to the message. It goes like that everywhere you go. Every day. Every day I hear this shit by these motherfuckers. Um, it's funny, these motherfuckers, when they come up to me, they think it's like I'm some actor. And then they hear me talking, they're like, they get like, oh shit, this motherfucker. <laughs> this motherfucker really might be crazy. But anyway... Um, he's going to play in the fan control league with smoked out Johnny Manziel. Good fucking luck. That's all I'm going to say. Good luck, dog. I'm not even going to say nothing. To me, it's a pretty much a mockery, right? Like, I would coach in that league. Now, I don't know about coaching in that league, but I would coach in one of those leagues. But to get the motherfuckers to play together and then think that he's at 48 years old going to get a real NFL chance, hearing him on Pat McAfee's show today, I was just like, God damn, motherfucker. See, I'm I'm not tripping off how he, how he sounds because all the haters in the chat are always going to knock. They knock me in his chat when I'm on the show. They talk shit all day. They say I'm cocky, I'm arrogant, I'm this, I'm that. I, I don't really think that's what it is. See, I don't take T.O. as that. I take T.O. as being somewhat delusional thinking he's going to play in the NFL 48 years old, but I love the fucking cockiness and the confidence. See, I, th- I think there is a difference between confidence and cockiness. And it ain't bragging if it's true. That's what they say. Um, but come on, T.O., homie. I get it. You look like a freak. You're in freakish shape. I don't doubt he can't run a 4-5. I, I don't doubt it. 45, I I just see Father Time is really undefeated. And I just don't know if you're fucking, will your fucking muscle pull off your hamstring right off the bone? I don't know. Because how much can you run four, five, 80 snaps a game in the NFL 17 times? Fuck no. I would, if you could, you are, in my opinion, you are God. <laughs> I heard you're God. Um,
Um, so, I don't know. It's crazy. Um, anyways, lots to discuss. I don't know if you guys heard about this one, Alan. Deshaun Watson um, has to address his past sexual encounters with the girls who came out and defended him. Did you see that shit? Um, very interesting ploy. I think this cat's fucked. I truly think he's fucked. I got to be honest. I think he's fucked. I don't know if he's going to play this year or ever again. I, I'm being honest, dog. I'm calling it out right now. I think some more shit's going to come out after watching his creepy video. I think something's up. I think Deshaun Watson is in a very fucked spot. And I think, yes, dog came out today, Alan. He has to. So some girls that I think he paid off came out and said he didn't do anything. Now the judge, though, came out and now said, you need to testify that you had sex or didn't have sex with them. So, dog, I'm just telling you, it's going to be a shit show because now what's going to happen? His female or his girl or whatever, fiance is going to trip. Um, he's going to have all this other backlash come out. And now they're going to say, well, wait up. You fucking these girls, but you're saying you're innocent with all the 22 others? It's going to put him in a bad spot, dog. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, watch. Um, that is very interesting to me that they're making him do that. Seriously. Um Very, very interesting. Uh, trying to look at uh, something. Um, uh, hold on, I'm sorry, man. I'm talking to Noel Mazzoni real quick. Um, Yeah, nah. Hey, Noah's fine, um, Pete. He is fine. <laughs> uh, uh, my bad.
Anyway, uh, Knowles is his own self, dog. We're talking shit right now. He's fine. Um, he got some slapdick gear for me, so he's uh, he's wearing it at practice. He's asking about Pat. Him and Pat Perez are real good friends, too. Um, anyway, got to get into this whole uh, thing. I'm going to take a couple calls. And uh, if you want to call in before I get to the last part of this show, we're an hour two already. Um, Um, go ahead and call in. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, my dogs are all asleep, man. They just chill behind me. What up, Joel? Um, exactly. That's why I said they weren't trading Baker yet. Remember I said that? They're not going to trade Baker Mayfield until they figure out what's up with Deshaun Watson. That's just my personal opinion. Gabe, what up? Damn, you caught me. I was in the mid in the middle of a dream. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, let me see. Jay, you jacking off, motherfucker? Oh, man. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Jeremiah, uh, <laughs> what up? Oh, somebody got to mute their uh, YouTube. Uh, yeah, I got you, coach. It was me. My bad. My oh, bad. It's all good. Hey, it's, hey, all hey. good. it's all good. What up, Gabe? Oh, not much out here in Newport Beach. I was working, <laughs> man. Oh, you at Newport, huh? Yeah, I'm on the corporate account at the corporate suite. You know how we do it. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, I get yeah, it. I had to work for about eight hours, and then uh, they sent me over to the hotel right here at Newport Beach, so I'm super happy. Nah, no doubt. It's, it's hot as fuck out in L.A. right now. Man, it's 90 fucking 7 out here, bro. <laughs> 43 today. <laughs> it's a great day to have a great fucking day. I woke up. The sun was shining. I went and got my car washed. Did you jack off to fucking Sarah Sheiky, though? <laughs> that was that was not part of the itinerary today. That wasn't part of the routine? Oh, nope. Who'd Jay, you can apologize for it. It's all good, man. What you do on hey, your Jay, own. Hey, Jay, if you, I got, I got to check. If you got Sarah, C, Sarah Sheiky, how many other fucking do you got? The one that has the daddy following her and shit. Do you know her too? Yesterday was the first time I'd heard about that shit. Yeah, you can um, Google it. I don't think I want to. Oh, Cam, you in Vegas? Um, what up, guys? Uh, what's going on, brother? Hey, Coach, one thing I forgot to tell you about the mod thing. All you got to do is right-click on the person's name in the chat that you want to make a mod. So, like, Alan and TJ, since they're not members, you can make them mods. When you go to members only, they'll still be there. So, like, that's how you protect your boys. I need to do that. Yeah, all you got to do is click on their name in the chat, right-click. You can do it with whoever. I told you, you could make me a mod. I mean, like. What do you mean, right-click on what? Just go to their name in the chat, right-click it, and I think it's make them a moderator. Nah, but so see like that. Alan drops something in the chat. Nah, it's not. See, I'm not on YouTube, though. 
on your you're not when you go live you don't have the youtube interface there you're using like Streamlabs or something yeah i'm using the same shit pat and them gave me they gave me the hookup for this so i don't even see youtube see what the problem is what you see them on because they have 17 people working so you yeah, see yeah. zito and them are probably having youtube interface yeah. up even though I think Pat. Billy Tubes runs their YouTube. I think Zito's on there a, a little bit, but it's really Billy Tubes. It's one of the back of the house yeah. guys you don't see yeah. on TV at all. Yeah. So he's but on YouTube. Different. See, he's on YouTube himself, logged in, and Pat right. and them are not. They're on. They're on what's called a. They're on a whole other thing. That makes sense. They're on. A, they, they're on a bigger to... stream thing than I am. Obviously, they're on the big time thing. It's called Singular Live. Um, so it's it's who it's who does all the graphics for for ESPN and everybody. Yeah, right. They so. make all their stuff in house there at McAfee Show. Yeah. Um, I sent you a clip on how to do it through the YouTube interface, and so if you see that, it's obviously not going to be applicable. Oh, okay. it's less than a minute. Gotcha. For the members only shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What up, yeah. Joel? Man, what's up, big homie? I ain't talked to you in a minute. What's going on, guys? Where you been hiding, man? Man, I've been working, man. I'm going uh, back to school, getting a degree in cloud computing. So uh, I'm trying to get my money up, man. I, I hear that, brother. Tennessee didn't do anything in the fucking tournament. As hey, you can go fuck yourself, bro. First of all, don't hey, they didn't do anything. In my, in, my, in my face, bro. This is Tennessee around here, big so I, deployed, so, so I deployed to Kosovo with some boys from Tennessee and – the sergeant major would always be wearing that creamsicle fucking coat with the T. Dude, I swear coat. to God, everywhere I deployed to, there was always some Tennessee Vol fans there. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Dude, this was like half the goddamn state of Tennessee because this was like yeah, for sure. Flag. They all deploy so, for some. I asked reason. these motherfuckers, "Is the Tennessee state flag creamsicle with a white T?" And the, the guys like, "It should fucking be." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a bunch of racist motherfuckers down here, man. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no, um, they were cool, man. I got no, I got no. no yeah, I mean, the while I was while I was downrange, I saw more Tennessee flags than I saw anything else, man. Yeah, yeah. We all adopted the Tennessee balls when we when we deployed with them in two thousand four, just because yeah, they sure. loved it so much. Like where I'm from, like we care about one college football game a year, and that's the fucking brawl of the wild. So, for sure. Hey, Coach, I was going to ask you, you were talking about Vogel getting fired, but I feel like these fucking pros got to show out. Like, they get paid millions of fucking dollars. Like, uh, I don't no know doubt. that it's the no coach's doubt. job to motivate these fucks. No doubt about it. I'm just yeah. telling you right now, like, it's fucking, it's unbelievable, man, how, how, how bad it is because this is the real thing. LeBron don't even fucking play in an elimination game. You think Kobe or Jordan or any motherfucking buddy with some nuts would have set out a game? In I that think Kobe would have played with a ruptured Achilles is what yeah, I think. Not a, not a chance. They would have played with a broken fucking leg, bro. To, and then dog, the motherfucker left in the third quarter. He didn't even Jordan fucking – he wasn't even there. Like, come on, man. You're a bitch in my opinion, dog. I have no, I have no fucking – I will say LeBron is like 38 now. So like I mean, yeah. most guys' careers don't go that long, do they? Nah, he don't. But but that's the thing though, like, but that's that's his own doing. Like, you know, don't you you know, don't you can't hey dog, if you're not gonna fucking uh you know, same thing I always say, uh, you you don't do the crime, you can't do the time. He's still playing and, and acting like he's gonna win and and win a title, then you gotta take the fucking heat of the criticism because he wants to play with his son so bad. He's going to ruin some franchises in the middle of it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably that you're probably not wrong. Uh, I wanted to ask you too about well, anybody can answer this question because, but I just does, does Bill Russell get forgotten about in the greats? Doesn't he have 11 titles? I know they didn't have the three or the shot clock back in the early days when yeah, he's got like 13. Thought he had 11. He won like eight in a row. Who? Bill Russell. He's in the conversation. He has 11. Yeah, I knew he had 11 titles, and he and he he won like eight in a row or something, and then they somebody finally beat that that like I I kind of use I equate it to like the Montreal Canadiens who won 23 Stanley Cups when there were six fucking teams in the league, but they took all the best players in Canada, you know, and they didn't have a draft or whatever. So do you count? Like, when do you start counting, like, cups, the expansion era or something like that? Like, yeah, okay, you won 23 titles, but there were six other teams. Just like college football back when, when uh, you know, fucking racist white reporters voted on it. And then, you know, USC went down and smacked the shit out of fucking Alabama because they had black players. You know, my favorite moment in college, to be honest. Yeah, that was – there was so much of that, though, man, back in the day. That's that's when Jim Brown had to play, go play Texas um, or Syracuse. <laughs> Yeah, there was. I actually had that conversation at Indy with one of the basketball coaches about Bill Russell being being one of the one, one of the best, and he was like, "Well, you know, you know, look at the competition Bill Russell was playing against, as opposed to the competition Michael Jordan was playing against." That's fair too. I like. I get. And that, that coach happens to have gone to Verbum Day. He's from Watts. Yeah, I. I, I don't I didn't know that dude so I can't vouch for him. I, I I did some research and I don't I don't know anyone that knows him so I don't know if that's true. By the way, so anyway, I would have known him in a motherfucking New York minute if he was really from Bourbon Day and Watts. <laughs> you think he's making up where he's from for street credit? I don't coach? know, man. He was on a campus. He said he spoke to you once. His name was Eric Colbert. Yeah, he was one of Coach Turner's assistants, the big fat guy. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know him. Hey, what up? This motherfucker's on big Boost Mobile. God Boost Mobile. Damn, That's what it was? Boost. Oh, let me see the hoodie, dog. Nice. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, you nice. can't show it. Hey, you can't bro, show us the a, quote. Why you got a poster of a fucking communist behind you, bro? Is that... Who is that? Is that Che Guevara? No, no, no. Hey, no. hey man, <laughs> what? Mexican, bro. My bad, cuz. My bad, bro. I'm still Mexican. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> My bad, brother. Fucking volunteer? Fucking weirdo. Oh, I'm still Mexican. I, if I did like Che, I did like who's Cesar Chavez. I'm Mexican, bro. And you got to go in with the chat, dog. I put the chat in the in the thing. I put it in. I put the link in the chat. You got to hit dude. that chat. Oh, uh, this dude. What is crazy dude right here? You got a communist. I, I'm I'm born in TJ, bro. <laughs> You're born in Tijuana. Hey, what are you? It's not, it's not Tijuana. It's Tijuana or TJ. You can't say Tijuana. Just say TJ. <laughs> All right, yeah. man. Hey, I'm sorry, man. I'm just a fucking white guy from the South, man. I, oh, I know. Man. I, I can see it. <laughs> I can smell you through this phone. <laughs> you can smell me, bro? What does it smell like? You smell like a hillbilly. Like a, like a half dollar <laughs> McCoy. <laughs> crackers. Crackers. This ain't even talk that Hey, Jay, wake up, Jay. But let me get my shit on, though. Let me get my shit on though. Oh, he got it. I'll be ready to work right now. Put me to work. Yeah. Hey, I don't know. How many guys? Hey, how many guys can I let in here? Eddie Mayweather, what up? What up, Eddie? 
Eddie gave five hundred dollars to raise this program. Eddie, Eddie came on and got the fuck out. Oh, he saw white people was like, "I'm out of here. I'm from Watts, homie." Kenny, what's going on? Man, we nope, that ain't him. I'm trying to see how many people we could get in here. Eddie, what up? You get ten. What up? What up? What up? Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. What up, blue collar? <laughs> yeah. God man. damn, man. This man looks like a motherfucking supervillain. Where you at, Eddie? I'm at Kaiser right now. Oh, okay, okay. Which one? Security. The one on uh, Cadillac. Oh, okay, Cadillac. okay. West LA. What up, man? Your Lakers choke, dog. I do the water at that Kaiser building. Oh, for real? Yeah, I keep y'all's water clean. I. <laughs> I work for the water company in San Diego, but we have a contract with you. Yeah, Cam, you didn't think he was? Uh, you know, I motherfucker live in the Jays, Cam. What up, What up, family? Damn, what I didn't up, know dog? I could fit. Wonder how many cats I could fit on this Wido, thing. Nah, I knew Eddie was a brother, dog. Cam, we live in the Jays. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cam from Cam played for, Cam, Cameron Cameron played for me at Compton College. He li he lived out in Vegas now, so he thought you was a uh, Mexican. Oh hell no! What's cracking? Chilling, chilling. You know about the Welches? Uh, the Welches out of Fort Scott. The Welches. Yeah, he um Jack Welch. Uh uh. Oh yeah, he coached for uh Fort Scott back in the day. I um, used to play for uh, Copper's Cove in uh, Texas. That's why um, when I sent you that video, I was in Colleen. I know that name. Uh, that name sounds familiar, though. He, he, Jack Welch. His name is Jack Welch. He used to coach for um, – that was my coach in high school. He used to coach for uh, Fort Scott. Well, when, though? It was back in, like, the – I want to say the 90s or the 80s. Yeah, he, 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 probably, coached, he, probably, coached under, uh, he probably coached under a legendary cat that was there uh, who just passed away, actually. Uh, who's a Coffeeville legend, but before he went to Coffeeville, he was actually at Fort Scott. So I think that name, I remember that name. His name's Jack, Jack Welch. Yeah, sound familiar. I didn't oh, know I could coach. have this many motherfuckers on the chat. Wonder how many I could put. Ten. You can get, can get 10. Why the, what the fuck are you doing over there? Hey, JB, yeah, you remember these? setup. But I felt bad because usually I come from the garage and this JB show, so I got to get back in the garage. I had to, Look I had at to that indie right. ring. Yeah. Now, your setup looked pretty good, though. And these are those knockoff rings they gave us when we all played Coffeeville when I was up there. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> how do, that's how do you rubber. reverse the camera? Why don't we smoked about three blunts before he dialed into this shit? <laughs> <laughs> like that. Just one. Just got off. Just, just one, Gus. Just one. Just one. <laughs> I came in late, man, talking to basketball. Coach, I... I don't know why you hate on LeBron so, so much, man. That's literally greatness. And we hey, all got LeBron. to witness it. It is Mind clearly. Fan, I, I've come to the agreement, Wido, that it is clearly an argument that is going to have to be disagreed, that we agree to disagree on it. Because it's a generational thing, I'm telling you. Nobody, this is how I break it down. Nobody my age will take LeBron over Kobe. Not too many that I know anyway. Yeah. So this is how I break it down, Coach. I'm a real hooper. So the greatest basketball player I've ever seen of all time is Jordan, by uh, far. Green. No one's even close. But green. LeBron James is my best basketball player of all time. That means the best basketball player assembled. Biggest, can shoot, 
dominant physical IQ out the world, unselfish, play defense, longevity. He's got it all cleared. But he'll never be as great as Jordan because no one else did it like Jordan. Kobe was definitely close, but no one did it like Jordan. 6-0 is a wrap. That's why he's my greatest. But not everybody can be Jordan, Coach. Not yeah. everybody can be I don't agree with a lot of things you said about LeBron, player, though. First of like all, LeBron. LeBron's not a shooter. And if you call LeBron a shooter, you don't know what shooting is. There's no way you can be a hooper and call LeBron a shooter. LeBron is one of the worst. Not a shooter can shoot. Yeah, but he's one of the worst fucking shooters that shoots as much as he does that's ever played the game. I think he's an yeah, I'm not really sure. LeBron ain't no shooter. So see, LeBron is a scorer. There's a completely different thing. That's the story. I know that's that story. You look at story you're talking about. It's right. Wait a minute, bro. What does my communist buddy over here have to say about it, bro? What you got to say, Cuz? LeBron, I'm with Coach. Because we're the same age. That's the thing. Why don't? And everybody I talk to that's a younger generation, they love LeBron. I, I, I don't. I, I do not like LeBron. Kobe, at all. Kobe, in my he opinion, said communist. is a whole nother. <laughs> I'm just saying, coach, you got to take it like that. I'm fucking dangerous. He's at a gas I'm just fucking with the style. I'm just I'm fucking with the style. I'm sorry, bro. Don't fly on the slapstick show, bro. I grew up watching. Kobe I, I get it, why though? But barely you know, because listen, know. coach, I know plenty of people that tried to be Kobe, tried to be Jordan. They were close, but they weren't that. And the people that I know that played like LeBron are the best because no one can be Kobe. No hey, one can be no? Jordan. It takes hours and why years no? to be that. Why and no? I'm telling you, Coach, if you're trying to emulate your game, we haven't seen anybody like LeBron that checks off every list. I'm not saying Yeah, bro, because all of y'all are old, bro. Y'all don't why want to let Checks go, every bro. list, bro. It's better now. Hey, it's better no? now. Y'all are some old cats, bro. It's different now. We're not. It was old, definitely a different game back why then, no? the physicality. Said, old cats. <laughs> Y'all are old, bro. All of y'all are old, bro. I'll steal your girl. You better watch it. <laughs> I'll hey, get, uh, you better watch it. <laughs> hey, Wido, Gabe got a question for you. Gabe is strong for the old man. I know that uh, Kareem beat fucking Jordan's ass in college, right? Kareem beat Jordan's ass in college. I mean, so, so again. No, 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 that's Michael not true. Jordan. That's not true. If Kareem is 20 years older than Jordan, bro. <laughs> right, he never even played. No, I'm not talking about in college, college. What I'm saying is his numbers. Oh, uh, Kareem has the number one greatest numbers of any player right. in every he sport. The best numbers of all. Kareem, only lost, Kareem never lost a high school game. He lost one college game, and he right. won fucking six NBA titles. Like, Kareem is the winningest player of all time. And three college championships. Right. That that's my argument. No, that's what I said. He yeah, only lost true. one game in college. <laughs> that's all. That's all. That's all early. Famous. If you're from LA, that, you know what Kareem Truck means. And, that's and all early talk, right man. You got, especially truck. NBA coach. Tell me if you agree, man. Every NBA player, great players that. Why no? Kareem is still alive. You know that, right? He's not dead or anything. Like right. he's still fucking alive. He's, he's only He's not dead. He's still Wido. alive. He, he shows up to the fucking thing with his eleven championship Wido. rings. Hey, I know no we're all problem. about that big around. Wido, if you're a basketball coach, do you want Kareem Truck? Do I want Kareem Truck? Yeah, we call him Kareem Truck in LA. Like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Yes, sir. I want Shaq. But yeah. I could do it with Kareem, but if you're giving me a pick, I want Shaq. Shaq's all muscle, but Kareem had finesse. F Kareem need the ball. The Shaq can get the ball. He needs the ball, too, but nobody's if we surround him. like that since. You're right, but, but, but we haven't seen nobody do what Shaq does. And I want Shaq. 
that's just me in today's game. I feel like Kareem got away with it back then. He didn't have any seven-footers athletic like him to go at it. He had Wilt, Bill Russell a couple times. But today's day, he would still be great. But I don't know, Shaq. But see, dog, you, you know, you're, you're not. You're like you're you're you just made a hypocritical statement. There's no centers at all playing right now, so you can't even say that. There, uh, LeBron no has never played in a center uh, era. There ain't no like centers playing in the NBA since LeBron's been in the NBA, dog. Shaq was old as shit when he played with LeBron. There was no centers that were legit. Shaq came up having to play against Akeem Olajuwon, who really in now's day is a 6'10 forward, just a freakish talent athletically with his feet. Patrick Ewing, David Robinson, all them dudes at that time, Alonzo Mourning, all Shaq had to play. Shaq had to play all centers. Joker, now, we can call a center and all that shit because he's a big body, but Joker's up top shooting threes, bro. So is Embiid. He the ball like a point guard, coach. Jokic? I know. They're not real centers. The game has like changed completely. That like Ewing, that ain't like Hakeem. Why does the game is totally completely different change? Like, I'm not arguing about the matter of centers. I'm just saying the game has completely changed. Yeah. And it's totally different. Like, our seven-footers now are Dirk Nowitzki. That's what we are now. That changed the game when he came in started changing the game as a seven-footer. The whole back in the, you know, get the ball to the box, get it down low, that game's no longer played. But Dirk's yeah. a, a lot of it's Dirk with the foul calls too, Coach. But hey, you're trying man. to tell me Joel Embiid ain't a center. You're crazy. That boy is a real center. There's a few of them, Coach. Come on now. But the game See, because he's a real players. center, why, though, in your generation – he ain't a real center in mine, homie. That's what y'all don't Back get. Been I've been through three 30. generations. Y'all cats been through one, homie. Embiid ain't no fucking center, dog. He's a fucking athlete on the perimeter. Uh, please tell me Embiid would have banged with Shaq in the box. Please tell me hey, that shit. I'll hang up on your ass. That motherfucker hey, ain't no center. He's a fucking finesse player. Embiid is a finesse player that plays on the perimeter, dog. He ain't no center. He's a, I get it, guys. He's a freak I of nature. I, hey, I think Embiid's as talented as anybody. I'm not saying he's not, but I'm not. You cannot compare him to a bang-in-the-box center. He ain't that position. He would have ran the from them motherfuckers. Hey, Wido, we fuck with you. We got love for you, bro. Don't don't take it personal. Yeah, Wido, come uh, to It's not personal. personal. Ain't nobody on here better hooper than me, so I'm speaking for game. It's not even <laughs> yeah. about who's whose stats. I'm hey, speaking strictly seen, game. Why don't you ain't talking shit about basketball, cuz? I'll you, fuck you, you up, dog. <laughs> you don't even believe that, my friend. No, I swear I don't, bro. I'm terrible at basketball. It's all good, though, brother. JB, it's all good. Ass, uh, I love you, bro. And real hoopers don't understand what I'm talking about, coach. I get the era. That's why I told you Jordan's number one, because he can do it on all eras. I'm with you on the era talk. But you can't blame who's here right now. You know, no, that's what I'm saying. Bully. No, that's exactly my point. That's why Embiid is playing the game he is in right now. He's playing a right. perimeter finesse big man's game. He's playing the game that everybody else is playing. He he could not have played Shaq's game is what my point is. He had to have. I he, think he could have. Elijah Wan did. He's silky smooth with it. Yeah, but Elijah Wan wasn't. He's, he's, they, they say he's the closest to Elijah Wan. You got it. The footwork, coach, man. Yeah, he's but he, he's much bigger. He's much he's bigger nice. and clumsier than Elijah right. Wan. Remember, Elijah Wan wasn't that big. Against Charles Oakley, Patrick Ewing. There were centers yeah. in the league. Mark Eaton. He, Elijah Wan actually had to play big guys. 
Like he had to go up against big guys. That Embiid is dominant because there's nobody that plays inside in the NBA. Matumbo. Right, right, but we can't blame the players of what they came up with. Nah, they're gonna go back. I'm not blaming the players. Also got to play at LSU like Shaq. I'm not blaming the talent. Embiid has the talent clearly. Like I'm not. There's no. I would be an idiot saying he's not a freak. Like talented. Like he's skilled as shit. I'm just saying that the game is totally different, and I just mean that the center, we don't have centers playing no more. We don't have centers playing no more like like we used to play, and that's why the game is so much perimeter-based. That's why we don't, we're running and gunning, and we're shooting so many threes because we don't, we don't play that game no more. Like, in the playoffs back in the 80s and 90s, the motherfucking game was slowed down because they were running sets inside, and you were trying to strategically foul motherfuckers' bigs out. Because there was a premium of them. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, shit. Was you, Prime Orlando Dwight? Was he a center for you? Prime time Dwight. Nope. Well, and all he could do J- is bang. JB, I got size, a question you know for you, bro. Yep. Let me ask you this, though, Wido. Think about this one. JaVale McGee is a hooper in today's center game. Now, get the fuck out of here. JaVale McGee is fucking horrible and would have been demolished back in the day. He wouldn't even have gotten the box. He wouldn't even have got his 190-pound ass in the box. He is now dominating in the box because nobody else plays that style anymore. So when he goes down there, he has boosties for a seven-footer, and he's athletic, and he's killing it now. That motherfucker would have never played in the day. So that's what I'm saying. So like that's just my that's that's my equivalent Wido to me going into taking a job right now and I run straight up I formation ISO and power where nobody else does it because if you do go back in the box now and bang you can get away with it like a like a McGee because nobody's doing it and it's like it's like it's like seeing an alien again for the first time like motherfuckers haven't like we've been doing that but we haven't done it in so long. And McGee's the only center down there really banging anymore. And, like, motherfuckers don't want that shit no more. Did you see Dwight Howard last night? He was backing away from the motherfucker. And I'm like, damn. So That's why I mentioned Prime Dwight because who knows what he is now. Yeah, I mean, Prime, Prime, Prime Dwight was, a, was, a, was like a, you know, a, to me was a thin, thin athletic shack. He was a banger. He could jump, um, all those things. But, again, he, he was at the end. He was in the beginning of the end of Shaq's career, and then there really was no other centers. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think Embiid could bang with Moses Malone, and that's from his own like Seventy Sixers legacy. Like, hey Brian Martinez, what's cap, bro? I don't even know what cap is. I do. I, I want to know what the fuck he's talking about. He's saying something's cap. Like, speak up on it, bro. Oh, Brian Martinez is like twenty years old, though. No, I fuck with him. I just want to know what he's talking about. What's cap? Everything in here. And Aaron, Aaron, Easy, Aaron Easy said Chris Bosh is the goat center. That just tells you. See, that's what he I'm saying. He didn't play center. He played power forward. He I know. He wasn't center. even a center. And he was a wingman at that. He played the three more than he did the fucking five. Well, bro, mostly sports right? chatters just talk shit, bro. They just want you to talk about them. You know what I'm saying? They'll say whatever. Yeah, I don't that's know. Fair. Um what about Robert Parrish, Big Chief? Now, he smoked probably as much weed as you did, Wido. <laughs> hey, but, hey, bro, but they had, they had Kevin McHale, who was better than anybody in the post. Wido smoke some weed, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm 100% for smoking weed. It's legal here. It's also because I look down on the camera. Bro. I am the spokesperson for, for PTSD, uh, brother. Coach Brian. Huh? 
I got a question for you. See if you can remember. Who was the first number one in the inaugural college football playoff poll? Say it again. Your mama. The first number one in the inaugural college on, football lady. playoff poll. I'm going to guess it's an SEC team. Fucking gay. Uh, oh, I say on. it was uh, Miami or Ohio State. <laughs> nope. Who was it? Florida State? It was Mississippi State, actually. That's Dak Prescott's junior year. Now it's still Mississippi in college. Mississippi State is fucking trash, G. Oh, Are you sure you're looking the at the right shit, homie? The BCS was around way before Dak one. Prescott. <laughs> yeah, wait, yeah, yeah, Dak again. Prescott ain't that old. Dak Prescott's like two years younger than me. He's a young cat. He's 28. And fuck Dak That's what Prescott, I'm saying. Bro. No He's shit. No game. shit, Jay. That's what my point was. I said Dak is not that old. The fucking BCS started when Pete Carroll was at SC, bro. I think he was, was talking, talking about, about the college, college football playoff. playoff and that was in 2014. We oh, you said playoff. playoff. I thought you said BCS. No, we uh-uh. said college football college playoff. football playoff. Who gives they a fuck? They didn't the college football playoff, did they? I don't Who? Uh, we didn't make it that year. We played Georgia Tech in the Orange Bowl, but we were the first ever number one when the playoff system started. Oh, yeah. I didn't even hear you say playoff. State I think it's in the SEC uh, West. They're never going to fucking win. Sounds like Probably Tennessee. not. Um, why, though? We got to have this conversation, dog, one-on-one. I got I to gotta school you, dog. I'm, I'm interested to hear your take. Hey, I gotta, Coach. I got to hit what you. About, what about Brad Doherty? He was really close to, uh, to Embiid. He was a shooting center, kind of. Yeah, I mean, we had a few. Range guy. We had a few. I don't know, but you know the cool part about it. Why though? This this is gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get back to the show. I gotta get back to the show. But listen to this though. Have you noticed yeah, the best centers? The best yeah, centers in the NBA. But you know the cool part about it. Why though? This, Wait, who this got the gonna, mic I'm gonna, on? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, who is that? It's not me. Fucking Pete. Pete, I knew it. Pete. Come on, Pete, turn it down. Hey, Wido, regardless, we love you here, bro. Yeah. You're, you're part of our community, part yeah. of our family, bro. You're hey, so but we're, we're going to go in because we're OGs. There hey, Wido, this is my point right here. We were all born in the what? 70s. But we fuck with you. had the mic on, Pete. So listen, this is the this is my point. Why are all the best big men we're talking about fucking foreign? They play a different uh, style of basketball over there, coach. That's my so point. It's all it's no, it's not over there. It's what we are in right now. That is the fucking style. It's Euroball. We play Euroball now here. Oh, bro. Uh, I wouldn't say so because Euroball is is still like real traditional. It's almost frowned upon to do extra dribbles, get men off you, and take a shot. No, I I hear you on that part, but I'm talking about it still ran through the big man almost. We we kind of went away from that for a little bit. We got guard heavy, but all the big men there from Dirk's day started being shooters. They all wanted to be. You know who they all emulated, right? Kobe, not MJ, by the way. But right. I mean, as an as a college basketball player, all the guards wanted to be bigs out here doing big man moves, and all the bigs wanted to do guard moves. Oh yeah, that's all. That's nowadays like that. they're just allowed to do it. Oh yeah, kind of crazy. Brian, what up, Devo? Brian, what up? 
Hey, coach, what's how's up, it going, man? Man, it's going good. Uh, I know. Hit me back after. Boy, the- boys, give me give me a couple That's minutes good. uninterrupted time here because I'm still at work and I got a slap dick and a shit bird to deal with. So just give me a couple minutes of your time here. First off, no more snow in Canada, thank fucking God. <laughs> Secondly, wow. Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time. I'm 36 years old. I grew up partly in the 80s, mostly in the 90s. There's no greater than MJ. And thirdly, and most importantly, I might have got a haircut, but I'm not JB's son. Let me just say that straight up. And, and you know, pending a DNA test, if, if I am JB's son, my new name will be Devo Jr. Slapdick Miller Brown. That's how we roll. Hey, that's right. Hey, I got to check, dog. I don't know if I pulled out in Canada a few times. <laughs> Man, they got... Socialized healthcare up there, coach. It's all good. Yeah, dual citizen. <laughs> you've been around. You've been around the world, coach. Hey. Who knows? I have, dog. I have. <laughs> hey, Diva. Uh, Jordan, like, I'm just gonna keep it real with you. The whole world loves Jordan. He's the best. He's a celebrity best to everybody. But me and JB are from LA, so we're the type of guys if if. If I robbed the church and had the steeple in my ass, I'll still say I didn't do it. So we're the same with sports. To to us, the 70s and 80s Lakers, um, there's a handful of guys that were better than Jordan to us. Not only that, but I've been in prison 16 years, bro, and I saw way better basketball players than Jordan in prison, unfortunately. You know. I, I try to say it. I try to say it. I, I grew up with cats like that. Yeah, you, you wouldn't believe the talent behind the fence. Let's just leave it at that. But football players. Boys, I got to get back to work. Love you all. All right, Devo. Love the chat. I'm fired up. I figured I'd take a couple minutes from work from these fucking shitbirds and chime in. So everybody have a good day. We'll see you tomorrow. All right, brother. Thirsty Thursday. Drink something, man. God damn. I'm going to see you too, coach. See you, Gabe. See you, Brian. All right, have Jeff, a good one. Peace. See you. see you tomorrow, man. Hey, what up, Brian? Hey, hey, coach. Hey, I just wanted to give Wido props for, uh, man, he, he took his licks. Oh, yeah. Made his points. Hell, yeah. No doubt. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, you deal with these people. They uh, they comment, say something silly. But now, Wido, hey, he, he laid out his case and his argument. I got to give the man credit. No doubt. No doubt. But don't. Don't necessarily agree with him, but I, I I can respect the fact that he stood behind it. You know. Oh yeah, no question. What's going on? But uh, I I got I got to be like Diva. You, you know, I'm a lean Jordan. So, I mean, I know you're a Kobe guy and and uh, you know a Laker guy, but you know, you know, being from North Carolina and everything, you know, we're gonna always fall back on Jordan being the coldest. Oh yeah, I already know. I, I know you so, are. Yeah. See me. I'm a, I'm a straight Kobe guy. I'm Kobe's my great. He's the only younger. He's the youngest person I've ever looked to as a hero. I think he was the best. But, but I, I will say this: Kobe was so great that I know you're not watching it. But on Winning Time, they had a Kobe cameo this week. Oh, really? Uh, on the show. Yeah, I haven't yep, watched they, it, man. Um, I gotta watch they it. The, yeah, gotta, they played the Clippers. Out. But I'm not a big on TV. And, uh, I don't you know. know. I gotta see if I like it or not. Yeah, you'll like it. Uh, yeah, they had a cameo. They had a, they played the Clippers that first game with Magic, and uh, Jelly Bean was on the Clippers, so they had a little shout out to Kobe in the crowd as a little baby. 
No, I didn't cut nobody off, but, dog. My bad. There was too many cats in here. It was all fucking... It, it, it shut down like two kids. I just saw two people disappear. I didn't even shut nobody off. Um, Hold on. I got Kenny in here. Kenny, what up? What up, coach? Uh, man, chilling. Chilling. Where you at? Uh, hanging out, waiting on the kid to get out of track practice. Now, where, what state are you in again? I'm in Bloomington, Indiana. Oh, that's right. Okay, good deal. Hey. I got a football trivia for you. All right. I, uh, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers went to Juco, right? And then he uh, went to Cal. Okay. Before him, there, right before him, there was a quarterback that from Cal that got drafted number one in the NFL before Aaron Rodgers. Does anybody know who that was? The quarterback that got drafted before Aaron from Cal? Yeah, he, he, Got drafted, and then I think Aaron came in, you know, his sophomore year because he went to JUCO his freshman year. Uh, Kyle Bowler. That's it. Anybody in chat get it? You know why? I know that. Well, I figured you would get it. You know why I know that, though? Why do you know that? Because I coach Kyle. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did, didn't he get drafted by Baltimore? Yeah, he's from L.A. Yeah, I knew he was, but I couldn't yeah. remember. I knew he played for Baltimore, but I couldn't remember if Baltimore drafted him or not. Yeah, he. Uh, I coached him up in a few things. He he worked out with us when he was youngster. A bunch of bunch of youngsters uh, like that did. And, and Jeff Tedford's a good friend of mine. He's actually from LA too, so he was the head coach for all those guys at that time. Yeah, I did. I can't see the chat, but I didn't think anybody in chat would know who it was. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. I didn't even look. Um, now nah, I appreciate you, man. I'm going to get back to this show real quick and finish it up. All right. Peace, man. All right, brother. Brian, what up? You got any questions anymore? No, Coach, man. I'm all good. Keep up the good work. Now nah, I appreciate you, man. Be careful out there. All right. All right, brother. Um, here's something you guys need to see real quick, all right? I want you guys to see this, everybody that's in this chat. We got a little bit off track here, but I want you to see this. I'm not going to show the whole nine-minute clip. The person who changes the history of basketball. There's been so many of them here in Southern California. Sidney Wicks, Edgar Lacy, Curtis Rowe, Greg Lee, Paul Westfall, Raymond Lewis, Freeman Williams, Harold Miner. Is it that? But what they learned here on the spiritual enthusiasm. What's up, Eddie? Urban Day High School. This guy was better than fucking Jordan and everybody. Just so you clear. LeBron, everybody. You guys need to go watch this story right here on Raymond Lewis. Back in those days, Michael Jordan couldn't touch Raymond Lewis. Hear what, that, hear what he just said? And that's the, I'm not saying it because I know him. I'm saying it because what I've seen him do with a basketball, Magic Johnson, none of them could touch Raymond Lewis. Not the Raymond I knew back then. Oh, there's a couple of them. I mean, one is when he was at Long Beach State. Marcus LA, Johnson. It's Cal, Cal State LA playing against Long Talking Beach State. Talking about this man. Sophomore. And uh, I think he must have like 49 points, but hit like a game-winning jumper from the corner. It's a double overtime game. It was shown on local TV. I just happened to 
flipping the channels, uh, you know, I was probably 13, 14, 15 years old, 15, 16, 17 years old, flipping the channels and caught the last five minutes of the game in overtime and he just put on a phenomenal show and actually hit like a, like a, about a, a 20 foot jumper dead in the corner, fading away and fell into the stands, into the crowd and everybody was just mobbing him in the crowd after the ball went through the basket. But my, but okay. So he must have supposedly defensive. These are great back in the day. You guys got to look go at, to you got to look into Raymond Bay Lewis. Go Google cafeteria. him. Uh, all the great players in the city used to go there and play. Uh, Raymond Lewis. Anyway, go check it out. Go playing. listen to that. If you guys <laughs> want to see a great Raymond Lewis. And you hear Magic, Kareem, you hear all of them talking about him on that, on that YouTube right there. Raymond Lewis. I'm telling you. He used to come into Verbum Day's gym and... You know his yeah, you know his son Cam. He used to come into Verb in a wheelchair because he had got his legs amputated because all the dope. He had come into the into the gym in a wheelchair, dog, and did not miss a fucking shot. And he was shooting like Steph Curry threes from the wheelchair. I'm telling you, dog. I never seen no shit like it. I was like, God damn. See, my when you're great, dog, you still want to show that you're great. That's just what greatness is. Like if I go out there right now with Allen. I'm still going to try to outthrow Allen because I was once pretty good throwing a fucking rock. So I want to, I'm just got that competitive edge. Now, that's just my mindset. Raymond's the same way. And he was in a fucking wheelchair at the end of his life. He passed away early 2000s. Um, he, you know, he had, he had everything from diabetes to, to stroke and, and he was on that dope, man. Unfortunate. That's a lot of those guys like that. Is a uh, Raymond Lewis is a fucking legend, though. Just so you're clear. Um, I got to get to some real shit real quick for everybody to hear this. I want everybody to know hear this. Have you guys heard about this term pause? Have you heard about the 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 the, the term pause? Okay, I'm gonna get into this and then I'm gonna end it and I'm gonna go into after hours. I I gotta be honest. Have you guys seen this Powerade commercial? And it's running right now. Powerade has a commercial out there. See, you guys don't even really see the messages. You guys just fucking, you guys just see it and then you're like, ah, whatever. You don't even really see what they're fucking throwing at you. And you you guys are all absorbing this shit subconsciously. Pause is a Powerade commercial. And this is the quote that it says. Take a minute to celebrate or 20 quote end quote see this is the narrative they pushed and we wonder why we're so fucking soft and enabled and how we expect instant gratification this is why right here we are so weak and all these fucking accepting people out here are so fucking soft there's no grind there's no hustle there's no go-getter mentality anymore and now we got commercials where it's cool to pause and chill and say it's relax. And there ain't no fucking guts and nuts and grind. And it's a simple commercial like this that just like, I'm just like, wait up, dog. You got to be shitting me. See, we don't create no toughness or mindset no more. This commercial is simply what America is. Do you remember the commercials back in the day that Charles Barkley and all them used to be on? I'm not your role model. Remember those? Have you seen the difference in the fucking commercials now to then to back then? See, none of you guys look at that shit. See, why those comparing George, you know, the the basketball LeBron's to the old guy? The thing is, he didn't see these other guys. 
I'm telling you, there's a difference, dog. But it's it's just it is what it is. Like we're gonna always agree to disagree because generationally, generationally speaking, there's always gonna be someone that looks at a guy that he only knows and likes him, of course, and he's only gonna know and talk about what he sees. See, it's not the same googling and youtubing a motherfucker. And then watching clips of Michael Jordan or Kobe. And if you're a young cat, watching clips and saying, oh, LeBron's better. Because you see LeBron every day. You don't know. You can't watch YouTube clips, dog, and compare. You didn't get to see the generation. You didn't get to see the era. You didn't get to see the era. So, I don't know. That's just me. I think it's fucking, we're pushing this narrative on America right in front of our very eyes. Like, look at the commercials we got. Hadidas has a commercial. About a transgender. They got a transgender commercial. It's okay for this. But God forbid a guy like myself or Pat McAfee, they'll keep us off mainstream media, off mainstream TV all fucking day long. But it's okay to have a transgender commercial on fucking uh, Adidas can push a transgender commercial all day long. It's fine. Perfectly fine. Like, hold up, dog. I I, I just, I got to be on... We can't know the truth. Um, we cannot know the truth, by God. <laughs> Please don't tell us the truth, America. Let's just keep it fucking all the way fucking soft. And let's just keep lying to everybody. Fuck it. But we'll show this shit. We'll show fucking... <laughs> we'll show this fucking uh, transgender fucking... Let's ruin our young ladies and our competitive edge, uh, which will carry over into their lives down the line, just, freaking, just so you're clear. People don't realize that these ladies will go on to be like corporate Americans and fucking, um, you know, they're going to have to make some hard decisions in life. Some of these females, just so you're clear. <laughs> they're going to have to make some hard decisions. They're going to have to fire people. They're going to have to fucking hire some people. And... Uh, Right now, we're just being demoralized in front of our own fucking eyes. And these dudes competing versus them is, is, is being allowed and then glorified on a fucking Adidas commercial. That is where we are right now. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Um, I'm going to end the audio side. I appreciate you guys over there. Um, I will see you tomorrow for Thirsty Thursday. Uh, it's Masters Day 1, and uh, we'll talk about it. And uh, I will see you guys tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific. Hope to see you guys here. And then it's going to be after hours here on YouTube. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Transform you in the I hate a storm Hell Mary's I make it poor Good I ain't lying You little giants We've been defying Rising What's the cost to be the boss Breaking down the walls We all 